How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. What up, Will? What up? What up, everybody? Welcome, everybody, to another week of Story of the Fight. If this is your first time tuning in, this is where we uh, talk all things combat sports. Maybe a couple of other random things every once in a while, but mainly (laughs) combat sports. Uh, But you can find us on YouTube, of course. Subscribe, like, hit the notification bell. Uh, If you don't like watching, but you like listening, Spotify, Breaker, Podcast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor FM, anywhere podcasts are found. And then also interactions through the social medias. (laughs) Yeah, uh, (laughs) at Story of the Fight on uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, Twitch, everywhere. All over the place. But you know what? After nights like last night, Will, it makes me so excited to hop on and talk fights. I don't know about you. I know. Yeah, it does. I mean, yeah, so much cool. Like, so many cool things happened. The crowd was crazy. Anytime there's an event where the crowd's crazy, I'm like, man, I can't wait to do that. Oh, episode. my God. <laughs> it, it just it, it made it that much better, man. Dude, it was nuts. Absolutely nuts. Dare I say... The best crowd ever. I would say no, but okay, who, who? good? I still think Japan's all time greatest for UFC. No, I, I didn't know we were. I didn't know we were just doing UFC. Well, dude, if I go best crowd ever, I might go some of like Barcelona or you know what I mean, like <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I, I'm saying May. just for like okay, let's say UFC best crowd ever UFC. Uh it's up there, man. It's up there, right? Yeah. Hey, shout out San San joining us. Much love, San San. Uh, Regen, Regeneration TV, dude. I, oh, by the way, again, been watching some more episodes of Regeneration TV. Got to check it out. Hell yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. But yeah, so let's go and get started, man. Look, I'm, I'm starting to get chills right now, Will. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not joking. I'm starting to get chills right now, just uh, getting ready to even talk about Cyril Gon versus Tai Tuivasa, dude. Yeah. So your boy went double or nothing with one of his... Uh, one of his pals at work. Hey, shout out HLB Comer. Salute. Yes. Dang, got all the uh, boys here? Yeah, dude, we got all the boys here. It's awesome, man. That's how good um, the crowd was. About <laughs> <Not> everybody. <laughs> but I, I went double or nothing with one of my friends at work saying, hey, Cyril Gon's going to knock out Tai Tuivasa. Ooh. Yes, yes. So I was pretty uh, excited about that. Glaze Mob podcast joining us. Cheers, boys. He says, man, we got a good crowd this morning, Will. Yeah, Regen says, what a fight. My sons and I were Brian, losing it watching the main event. Yeah, Brian it, joining us saying the boys. Dude, man. all right. How can we not be excited about this? How can we not be Paris, excited about it? Okay, so. Paris with the boys. Paris with the, <laughs> from home. So, <laughs> Cyril gone coming out. Right away we know that this is going to be technique versus a little bit of craziness, power, you know, street brawling style. Although Taito Ibasa has seemed to be, you know, working out some kinks recently uh, think, with some grappling. Yeah, I think this fight kind of showed that he does because a lot of people were like, "Man, Taito Ibasa ranked number three. Ooh, I don't know if He's he really real deserves deal. to be there. He deserves to be there. And and like you said, going into this, it's like, all right, what what's Cyril Gon going to try to do is to hit and not get hit. Uh, those stabbing kind of poking leg shots or leg kicks and jabs. Uh, distance management, all that kind of stuff. Very good at it. Ty, mm-hmm. very good at um, 
at clinching and striking off the break, clinching, striking off the break, clinching, striking off the break, right? So it was like, man, is he going to be able to grab a hold of Gon and do that? And if he does, is Gon just going to punish him with knees like he does in the clinch to most of the fighters? So it was yep. a very cool matchup. Uh, and I think I think Gon surprised a lot of people, or uh, Ty, sorry, surprised a lot of people with this one. Um, I think there's a lot of people kind of thinking he did not deserve to be ranked number three. Um, but he proved We know he's then. an exciting fighter. We know he's a fun fighter. He's a fan yeah. favorite. Uh, so in, in a way, you're almost thinking like, okay, I could see why the UFC is trying to push him up so much uh, mm. because everybody loves this guy, right? Yeah. Uh, but you're, you're absolutely right, man. He's been working on some stuff. He, he looked a lot better last night. And going up against somebody that I consider to be uh, one of the most technical fighters in, I, I in think, the UFC, especially the heavyweight division, he did really well. Yeah, I think right now Gon is the highest – uh, skilled heavyweight in the UFC. Yes. That doesn't mean he's always going to win every fight, but I do think he is the most skilled heavyweight uh, in, uh, the, in the UFC right now. Regen says, Ty is so dangerous, the only weapons gone could use without putting himself in danger was a jab and a few kicks. And, and okay, yeah. this is a shot right here. Where even with the jab and the kicks, Ty Tuivasa does a very good job of closing distance quickly. Right? Yeah. He has that quick step in. And he's so deceiving, man, because he doesn't look like he has a lot of reach. He doesn't look like he's very fast. But like mm. I said, he can jump in very quickly and extend that right speed. arm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, dude, he caught Gon with that right. Oh, yeah. First man to ever drop him. First man to ever drop dude, him. Dude went to decision with Francis Ngannou and didn't get dropped. Nuts. <laughs> and then you, you could out, see it like, too. Oh my shoey. <laughs> when when he clocks him, man, you could see uh, Gon's eyes where he yeah. got flashed, and he even said mm-hmm. it at the end. And that's one of the things that I love about Gon too. You know, he just yeah, seems so, so down to earth and humble and respectful. <laughs> and at the end, they're like, "Were you hurt?" And usually, yeah, fighters are like, "Ah, he caught me by surprise." You know, I wasn't hurt though. You know, yeah, Gon's I was like, there the whole time. No, nah, Gon's like, nah, he knocked me out for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know, yeah, yeah. I was out. I was yeah. out. How, um, how crazy was it when uh, when the crowd starts singing the national anthem? Oh, dude, that's chills. so cool, dude! Yeah. Chills, man. It was so much fun. Like I said, the crowd made it so much better. I'll I'll talk a little bit more about the crowd as as we go later on down the road, you know. Uh, but uh, for for me, you know, like Regen pointed out the kicks. Yeah, and it wasn't just the lay kicks, but it was that front kick to dude, the solar plexus, stabbing front kick to the body, dude. Oh my god. I mean, how crazy! One of the greatest exchanges, and, and the chin, man, the chin on Taito Ivasa. Look at that high oh. kick. Um, and and shout out real quick, Glaze Mob says Taito Ivasa knows how to move his weight around very fluid, fluidly. Straight beast, and yeah, he because you look at him and you're like, okay, what's this guy gonna do? But the dude does move very well. This reminded me of like MMA's version of uh, Anthony Joshua versus uh, Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz, yeah. <laughs> they both kind of <laughs> they look like. <laughs> I mean, chiseled God versus this guy that looks all pudgy, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, both of them elite man, athletes, though. Both of them elite athletes. That second round, um, HLB Comer said, I feel like Ty could have finished. He hesitated for a second after the knockdown. I was fucking screaming. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, he he drops him. That second round was insane because he drops Cyril Gunn, and you're, I'm like, oh my God, this guy's about to do it. He's about to finish Derek Lewis and then finish Cyril Gunn back to back. This man's getting the title shot. Yeah, Gon did a decent job. Gon does a very good job his defensively when things are too close, almost like Floyd does. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, where he'll shoulder in, right? Yeah, exactly. He'll duck. He'll shoulder in, uh, and he did a good job there and kind of made it so so Ty couldn't really 
Ty came in like he was going to sit on the cage and finish him up against the cage, but then Cyril Gaon put his shoulder into him, and he couldn't really get any big shots off, and it allowed Cyril Gaon to recover. And when Gaon is on autopilot, I mean, he he's a Muay Thai guy, so he starts stabbing that front kick to the body, that, that bo- the rear leg body kick, and then he hurts Ty Tuivasa, and you're like, oh, shit. We got ourselves he a fight that, here. That kick like yeah. two or three times in a row, and Ty's like, oh. Like, oh, oh. And then... <laughs> Yeah, he, he kicks him to the body like twice. He's covering up. He's walking backwards. He steps in with that knee. He grabs him, knees him in the body, throws an uppercut to the body. And then Ty cracks him with a hook and makes him take a step back. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. And then Gon goes back to the body. And ultimately, uh, I mean, Gon was just too much. But, man, Ty made it interesting in that second round. Oh, that was dude, wild. interesting. Um, yeah. And he just shows how tough he is, man. There was one where he's walking in, and dude, it was nonstop pressure from Ty too. Oh, you know, but look at look at the toes. They disappeared in this shot. Yeah. Um, but uh, Ty's moving forward, and he kicks him, and you hear him go, yeah, as he gets hit. And I was like, oh man, that must hurt so bad. But he kept on coming the entire night, and like everybody's saying in the chat, Ty's just so tough, man. Uh, and we've said this we before. We it. heard it last night. His stock is yeah. still going up in my eyes. Ty Tuivasa yeah. shows, like you said, I am meant to be in the top five right now. Yep. I'm meant to be here. I'm a serious contender. He's still learning. He's still yeah. learning uh, on the job against some of the most elite <laughs> athletes in the world. Yeah. But, uh, of course, it's not the, the last of Ty Tuivasa. Uh, hopefully, we get to see him here very soon. Who would you pin him up against next? Uh, real quick, Regen says, uh, I can see Ty, uh, KOing most people at heavyweight, even Francis. He knows how to get in and land those shots. Yeah, he really mm-hmm. finds a home. He really, really finds a home. Uh, and imagine? it's one of those things where he's needles, willing to take, yeah, and he's willing to take those shots. You know what I mean? Yep. That's the thing. Even if he doesn't eat the shots going in, he's willing to take them. Um, but yeah, that, uh, that'd be interesting. Uh, Ty, I mean, I don't know, man, at, at this point he's not going to go up. So it's not like he's going to fight Cyril Ga- or uh, Francis. Francis is still injured. They're trying to do, um, what are you waiting for the loser of Stipe versus uh, John Jones? If that even happens, that's the thing. Like we're still, we don't even know if that's going to happen. Ooh, look at this shot, man. That he yeah. just put up right now. Yeah. Sanson says, says versus Volkov. That's not bad. That's Volkov's a good one. Too. Eight. What's Volkov coming off of right now? He just he beat Rosen. Yeah. Yeah, in the first round. That was a good win, too. I like Volkov a lot. It was. Uh, yeah. Maybe for the return maybe, of Tom uh, Aspinall? Yeah, but who knows how long Aspinall's out. Uh, Pavlovich just beat Derek Lewis. I would not be surprised. Uh, I, I would I would like to see that, actually. Ty versus Pavlovich. Yeah. Um, Pavlovich, I think, is ranked number five. Yes. So he five. needs to fight up. Um I don't know what Maybe Curtis Blades is doing. The, the new Curtis Blades, the new reinvented Curtis Blades that likes to throw hands. No, Curtis Blades doesn't want to throw hands. With, with <laughs> no, it's high. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who Cyril Gaon fights, though. That's the that's the bigger question because he's got to go up. He has to. Rematch. So it's like, if I'm if I'm Cyril Gaon, I'm like, John Jones, Stipe, or Francis. Interim title. <laughs> Again? Another one. Just give him another interim title. He's like a two-time interim title holder. What, yeah. what if that were to happen? He just goes down never winning the title, but he's a two-time interim title <laughs> he holder. He just keeps winning the interim belt? Yeah. <laughs> they, they just named the belt after him at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why not? Oh, yeah. He got the Why still not? gone belt. 
Yeah, hey, I don't but know, this man. is the other one. Look Maybe at it's fucked though. How much fun were these guys having last night too? When they did the national anthem and and uh, and Ty just kind of smiles, he's like, "This is pretty cool." And then you see Cyril, Cyril smiling a bunch, like, "Yeah, it's just crazy." This that is they part can where uh, the, I think Mark Goddard was like uh, checking to see if it was a nut shot from. Oh yeah, uh, the body shot. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> what Ty's like, it was the bottom of my belly, man. Then he looks at him, yeah. and he shakes his belly, and then gone like shoves him like messing around, you know, like, "Hey, dude, let's get back yeah. to fighting." Like, but the fact on. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that the fact that Taito Ivasa felt so comfortable being in front of this killer to just mm-hmm. like within striking range, look at the ref, shake his belly, kind of laugh, you know, and then gone just laughs it off too. And then they're like, okay, let's go back to punching each other. Let's I go back to I don't know, war. man. It was just so much fun last night. These guys made yeah. it so much it was fun. Great, great main event. I mean, look, I mean, look at that giant smile on gone. Ty's laughing. You know, you, you wouldn't think that they were beating the brakes off each other. Yeah, I mean, this was before uh, the second round, but dude, you can find pictures of two of us smiling with blood all over his face too. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's true. He, he just loves what he does, man. Loves what he does. A lot of fun yeah. though. Fantastic um, main event. Fantastic. What what a way to cap off. This was the first fight in Paris, right? UFC. Yeah, first event in Paris. The first event. Um, how about uh, how about um. At the end, when they're doing the post-fight interview, and uh, Cyril Gong calls over Ty, and then Ty gives like a shout out to the crowd, it, it, like, dude just got KO'd bad. It was a bad knockout. Uh, the back of the head shot, that little hammer fist, little hammer fist. It was like a, it was like <laughs> psycho dude when <laughs> when doing the knife up and down. I mean, hand came up high. That was like a, that was a hammer from the gods to the back of the head of Ty. I mean, he was out anyways, but. That was a nasty shot. And that was something that, uh, I mean, I think it was even Bisping that pointed it out. You know, he's like a I little hammer fist to the back of the head. Uh, that's something that I saw in a lot of uh, uh, chats, too. You know, where they're like, oh, that was a hammer fist, you know. Junior Dos Santos, let's, still salty. Oh, dude, let's be real, though. That was a hey, uh, shout out, Vic. Oh, Vikram, respect and sportsmanship yeah. was on point last night. And, you know, there's the two sides of it where you have like a Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier that are just taking jabs at each other and you see the buildup, you know, and you're like, Oh yeah. man, it's going to be serious. Uh, Nate Diaz, uh, Connor, when they're throwing bottles at each other in the press conference and you're like, Oh man, I want to tune in to see what happens. And then you see these guys that are being super respectful. You know, they're, they're doing the yeah. little cross arm, like shoey, you know, in front yeah. of the Eiffel tower. And you're like, Oh man, just a couple of good guys. I want to see them beat each other up, you know? Yeah. Did you see what fun. Junior Dothanto said about it? Oh boy. know oh, what? Cause remember when, Cyril Gan was on his rise to the interim yeah. belt. He knocked out JDS, right? And yep. it was an elbow as JDS was turning away and it clips in the yes. back of the head, right? Uh, yes. So he was, and he he uh, contested it with the athletic commission, said it was a legal shot, which I mean, it is, but also in the heat Wasn't of the he moment, moving away from it though? Yeah. When you turn away, when a strike is coming and you turn around and it hits you in the back of the head, it's kind of on you, whatever. But he tweeted <laughs> last night a clip of uh, the hammer fist. He says, what a dirty fighter this gun is. Again, hitting the back of the head. And now, what are those fight experts will say about it? UFC, Dana White. <laughs> it's like, Junior, oh, dude, just let it go. You got to drop it, man. You got to drop it. Let it go. You know. You think if uh, uh, if uh, the, the roles were reversed, you think JDS would have been like, you know what? Yeah, there should be a no contest. Take the win away. I don't want a title <laughs> shot off this, guys. Yeah. Hit him in the back of the head. <laughs> Yeah. All right, man. Hey, fun uh, main event. Former champion. Uh, 
Yeah. Do you want to move on? Um. Yeah, I, I don't think there's really much else to say about it. It was it was just a great fight. Thank you, though. Big thank you to Titan yeah, Velasquez thank you, for last night. Um, <laughs> all right, before that, we had Robert Whitaker, Bobby Knuckles versus Marvin Vittori. Bobby Knuckles, man, once again, once again, just shows, just proves to everybody that him and Izzy are so far ahead of everybody else in the division. I mean, who's who's going to come close to even hurting Whitaker outside of Izzy? I, I don't know, man. I just don't know. And I, I mean, think this about this. Clean, sweet. One of the judges gave it a 29-28, I think. Oh, well, that's was that this okay. Did that happen? I, I don't I don't know. But like, uh, I feel like I heard that. The thing with uh with Bobby Knuckles is that you know what he's very good at. You know what he's probably going to do. You just yeah. can't stop it. Like he has that, that straight right followed up by the right head kick. That's so clean. Well, he'll throw and, that jab to high kick on the same side. I mean, he has three tools that he uses extremely well, and then very, very well. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> you know, uh, I think there's a couple shots here of uh, Vittori uh, eating that right head cake. Uh, and yeah, hey, props to Vittori too because that was Dude, a display. He's got a, a display of a solid chin too, right? Once and again, proof has been insane. But what 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 do you do with with Robert Whitaker now? You, you can't. Continue tossing him up against Adesanya over and over again, or you have like, I mean, uh, I watch that, <laughs> but or or you have like Badeda, you know that you, there's yeah, like him that you just keep on cycling over Whitaker, um, yeah, and just leave Whitaker at one. What do you do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but Regen says uh, Rob took his will to fight. Sansan says uh, Bobby Knuckles is my favorite mid- middleweight masterclass over Vittori. Yeah, I thought he should have got a performance bonus for this one uh, because I mean. He made it look like Vittori. I mean, he made it look like they were. Vittori had nothing. He had nothing. You know, mm-hmm. the, the grappling wasn't there. He couldn't land his hooks. I mean, Whitaker beat him to the punch every single time. Um, he had one of the best quotes at the end of the interview when he said, I make people hate fighting. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think, did, do you think he hurt his arm with the high kicks? Because remember, he he broke uh, Jared Cannonier's forearm mm-hmm. with with a high kick, and it seemed like in the, I think it was in the second round, uh, Vittori's uh, rear hand. It seemed like he hurt it. He was holding it weird, and I don't think he threw it again. Uh, really, because of those high kicks, man. I mean, yeah, the, the dude hurts people. Anybody yeah, not Yoel Romero? <laughs> even when you're blocking them, man, and they're going right on your forearm over and over again. Yeah, it's going to take a toll on 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 it, you know. But. Um, just another masterful performance. Uh, Vikram yeah. coming through. Vittori ate a ton of shots. Props to him. But Rob was yep. levels ahead skill-wise. And, and that's that's the story of the fight. Here we are. The Or King was funny at face-offs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to intimidate somebody <laughs> uh, who took it to Romero twice. Yeah, yeah. not going to work. Not going to work. I, I, I'm curious uh, if we have any Vittori fans that are tuning in right now. Because I'm a Vittori uh, he, fan. He's, He's a great fighter. He's a great mm-hmm. fighter. Sometimes I think he's a little cringe uh, yeah, going definitely. into the fights, you know. But he he's a good fighter, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, this fight with yeah, Regen says Rob has been talking about moving up to light heavyweight. He has been talking about that, and I don't think he should. He's already not a big middleweight. But 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 if you're Rob, okay, and I, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here, and I know that go fight Izzy Yuri has a lock. Izzy has a lock on on this this weight class. Mm-hmm. And 
I've already fought him twice. I've lost twice. So am I going to get another yeah. title shot? Or or if if I talk to Dana and he tells me, hey, if you go up to light heavyweight, you might be able to get a title shot faster than staying at middleweight. What do you do? Dude, you don't go up because those guys are way too big for him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, HLB Comer shouted out the feints from uh, Robert Whitaker, which again, that's like the that's how you see a high level fighter. Same with Cyril Gone, right? The feints. Um, but uh, San San says, who does Vittori <laughs> face next? Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Vittori versus Till, maybe. I don't know how long Till's out, you know. Vittori uh, versus Till sounds fun, yeah. Hey, can Till's we go back to the HOB Comer comment, though? <laughs> yeah, that's classic. The Vittori fans right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Vittori also, simultaneously. Yeah, that is. <laughs> how is that even a question? Oh, Vittori. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. All right. Well, uh, Bobby Knuckles still showing that he's in a class along with uh, Adesanya all on their own. We'll see yeah. what happens from here. Um, but, yeah, there's not much to say about this fight because it was very one-sided. Very one-sided. Yeah, it was super one-sided. I, I don't know what to do next. Uh, like Regent says, I don't want to see Rob fight Yidri. I don't either. Oh, I want to see it. I want to see Rob versus Yidri. I want to see Dude, and, and the reason I want to see it is because I want to see – I know, I know. But I want to see Rob get another shot at the title. Look – this guy is a true competitor. If you were to give this guy an option and say, hey, do you want to chill in this weight class and just be number one, man? Just let us yeah. know when somebody's ready to fight the champion or you want to fight the champion to try to be the champion. Do you want to get a title shot? Do you want to be the, the gatekeeper to the title shot? Like, as a true competitor, yeah, you give I, me, like, you I know I'd be like, dude, give me a title shot. I might lose, but who knows? I, I don't know. But I'd rather do that than sit here at number one and not get a title shot. But none of that makes me want to watch it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. Yeah. I, like, I, I see agree with you. I you, think, yeah. you. You feel like he'll he'll get beat up maybe against Idri? Dude, he's way too small. He's but way I, too I, small. I'm saying I want to watch it because I if I'm watching that fight, that means that Bobby Knuckles is getting another shot at a title. And as a Bobby Knuckles fan, I want to watch that. I want to see him get another shot at the title. Yeah, I think Regen is is the has I think in my opinion that's the route to go. Rob waits if if uh, Pajeda loses to Izzy, you do that fight. Um, I I don't know. I I don't want to see him go up to light heavyweight. He's too small. Okay, so let's say that uh, Pajeda loses. He's not even loses. a big middleweight. Let's say Pajeda loses and he fights Bobby Knuckles. Bobby Knuckles wins again. Title shot. Fuck it. And then, so it's a third third fight. Why not? Loses the third fight. Then you do go the light heavyweight? No, <laughs> he's too small, man. It's nuts, man. I, I just don't see any serious contender or any... Yeah, uh, well, middleweight's you know, fucked. Middleweight's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> see really what bad. happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. But yeah, all right. Uh, we can move on to the next one. Yeah. Imavov versus Buckley. Ooh, there was some heat on this one. There was. We've been so high on Imovov for a long time, too. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, good on Buckley, man, because he got a crack at the, the top 15 with this fight. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, Buckley's exciting every time, man. Buckley is exciting every time. And I thought, I was like, if, why is Imovov even fighting down like this? He should be fighting up. I don't know why they even matched, made this fight, to be honest. But uh, I'm glad they did. Like, I'm glad they did because it was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was a great fight. Uh, I sure. saw a lot of people shit talking Imovov because 
he kind of big brothered Buckley in that first round. And uh, mm-hmm. he front kicked him with a real good front kick, knocked his mouthpiece out. And Buckley wasn't even like trying to get it. And so Imovov's going in for the kill, right? He's like, I just hit him with this front kick, knocked his mouth guard out. He's probably hurt. Mark Goddard comes in. He's like, oh, wait, wait. And then uh, Imovov's like still walking him down, like trying to get past Goddard. And I was like, holy shit, man. I've never seen Imovov act like this, this is gnarly. And uh, yeah. and a lot of people were talking shit about him for doing that. And I, I'm here to defend Imovov because I think you have to do that to someone like Buckley. Whoa, here we go. Buckley does that to people. He always tries to bully them. He tries to be, he wants to be like Mike Tyson, right? He's trying to get in their face and like, uh, like he's trying to bully them. And uh, Imovov goes in there and he's like, fuck that. I'm going to bully you back. And uh, no harm, no foul. It's not like he hit him across from the ref. He didn't hit him after the bell or anything like that. Uh, I, I think that's what you have to do to try to break Buckley's spirit because that's what he's trying to do. And sometimes, not to get into the mind games too much, right? But sometimes it's like, are you doing that to break the other person or are you doing that to to um, convince yourself that you're this destroyer? Mm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if Imovov can do that back, it's like, oh shit, maybe I'm not that destroyer. And he starts questioning himself. Didn't work because he got beat down for the first two rounds and then came back strong in the third. But yeah. I, in my opinion, it, it, that shouldn't be a knock on Imovov. Against a guy like Buckley, you have to do that. I think that is a fantastic move. Um, yeah. And even outside of that... Yeah, they were cool at the end. And, and even outside of that, the fight itself was fucking crazy. This is a barn burner. Yeah. And Sorry. and also, you know what? Long-winded. It's a fight. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Also, it's a fight. Yeah. It's a fight. They're fighting. They're, fi- yeah. They're trying to and hurt he, each other. This dude's kneeing him in the face right here in this picture. Yeah. So, you know what? Like, he wants to get a little extra aggressive. Face. Yeah. Dude, come on. Now, the thing that I, I love about Buckley is that he has big head movement, right? When he bobs up and down. Yeah, he's trying and to do it does remind me of Tyson. Yeah. It does remind me of Tyson. But he's such a head hunter. Yeah. And he, he'll bob up and down really like drastically, and then he'll jump up and throw these lunging shots. And a lot of times mm. left himself open for Imovov when he would miss. And Imovov yeah. would counter with a nice little right hook or left hook, depending on what side uh, Buckley would finish on. And I start thinking, like, that does remind me of Tyson in the beginning. But Tyson would also go after the body. He, he would, would go, drop you down. He'd always do that left hook body, left hook head. Go back, exactly. Back, back so, back. like, I, I see the, the bob, and I'm like, dude, just use your footwork. So after you bob to jump in and go body yeah. head, right? And yeah. he's just he, – he loves those headshots. He's fallen in love with the KO and the power and the, yeah, the yeah. highlight reels. But it's like, uh, Buckley, you got, you got the footwork. Up. Set it up. Set yeah. it up. You got the head there, there's a picture from uh, that same uh, photographer where it's Buckley like lunging with a hook and uh, Imovov's just completely dodging it. And it's a fantastic, I think it's on the thumbnail of this video, but it's a fantastic photo. But it, it's ex- it's a perfect example of like, hey, you got s- smaller sometimes, not always so big. But that being said, like Vikram said, the, the final minute of that fight was crazy because Buckley, despite being down two rounds, dude, he hit him with that knee. That Muay Thai mm-hmm. knee, he, he got him with the double collar or the, the double plum and, and need him. And Imovov just straight ate it and came forward. And then Buckley cracks him again. And I was like, oh, my God, Imovov, do not throw this away just to go to war with this dude. You already, you're up two yeah. rounds. And Buckley was just swinging, man. I mean, he came hard at that, at that last round. Props to, to Buckley because how many times do you see a fighter that's down 2-0 in, in the scorecard go to the corner and the corner says, 
you have to give it everything you got. You have yeah. to throw caution to the wind. You have to try to knock him out. And then the fight Risk goes out getting there. knocked out. <laughs> and it's a lot easier said than done. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. easy for me to say it sitting on this chair. It's easy for you to say it. And it's easy for the corner to say it when they just go back on their stool outside. Yeah. But Buckley went out there, man, and threw everything he had for those last, last five minutes. Yeah. Um, and people are like, oh, he should just fall like that since the beginning. You can't maintain that for 15 minutes. No, yeah. Do you think he would be able to do that in the third round if he if he uh, if he did that? No, and no, no. Not no. only that, if, if Imovov could take it while he's exhausted, then he probably could take it when he's fresh too. So <laughs> true, very. True. <laughs> you know. Uh, but either way, fun fight, and it was a perfect setup. Very fun fight, uh, leading into the the co-main and the main event. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a fantastic fight. I was so excited watching it. That third round was electric, and I mean, but so, another one of those fights where both their stock goes up. Buckley maybe needs to go to 170 though. I don't know if uh, if he can handle middleweight. It was a big size difference. Imovov looked massive, and massive, Buckley's a yeah. big dude. He is. Buckley's He's not a small I don't guy. know if he'll be able to <laughs> to drop down to 170. I wonder what his weight cuts like now. Didn't he fight uh, Kevin Holland at, at welterweight? Did he? I don't remember. That was his debut. It's short I, notice, so it's different. But I want to say it was middleweight. Was it? Oh, you're probably right, huh? Because I want to say it was middleweight. Yeah, it was middleweight. Um, right. <clears throat> so right now, we have Imavov at number twelve. Ahead of him, you have Calvin Gastelum. Whatever Should happened to him? him? Andre Muniz, he fought, he, Darren he Till, fought, uh, Jack Romanson. Gastelum fought last night. night. <laughs> Hot crossed. Yeah, his doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hilarious. But uh, so I mean, after this fight, you have to have him fight up, right? Well, he should have fought up after his last fight. He beat Edmund Shabazian, and then they're like, "All right, here's a fight someone unranked now," even though Edmund was ranked at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you go up. Uh, give him uh, Jack Hermanson. Give him. Ooh, Sean I was Edmund. just looking at that right now. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. All right. Yeah. Uh, move move on him the next up one. though, because middleweight's awful. So like, now we need to start moving these guys up. Imovov and Andre Muniz are the two, in my opinion, that need to be catapulted to the front just like they did with alex Bejeda. just exactly to, mix it don't, up don't make them fight each other because now we're killing contenders but get both those guys up um like i don't know derek brunson's already talking about retiring and we're still keeping him, him at number four like what is he gonna fight izzy again no so like andre muniz actually poses some interesting stylistic threats to izzy let's get him up there uh Imavov, i think is a very complete fighter get him up Darren Till, come on. Darren Till's above hey, both of those guys. Don't talk bad about Darren Till, okay? I love that guy. Love the guy, but he's a scam artist. And uh, hey, as, of late, whoa. as, as whoa. of late, not a fighter. Whoa. <laughs> you know what? On that note, we'll move on, dude. Yeah. I don't want to get all angry right now. <laughs> yeah, also, also was just arrested. but uh... Hey, dude, take it easy on the guy. Huh? He's having a tough time. <laughs> he is. All right, let's time. see here. We had a copy law versus DeKiriko before this yeah this fight i thought was not gonna be good i'm not gonna lie <laughs> really yeah i was like i mean both these guys i don't know i'm not super impressed honestly but uh i, I was like this is the per this is a great uh this is a great prelim fight but when it was on the main card i was like what are we doing and uh, hey by the way if you ever wonder what chase hooper would look like in like five or six <laughs> yeah years, dude it's copy yeah. log dude just look yeah, at him and you're like oh that's a grown-up chase hooper yeah, if Chase Hooper went over to Russia to train his grappling, <laughs> he's <laughs> like, instead of Ben Ashkin, if he went to Russia, yeah, he, he'd end up like Kapilov. 
Uh, oh man, it's pretty crazy how similar they look. Yeah, it's you know crazy. what? Uh, DeKirico looked pretty good that first round to me. And yeah, he did. He had this one move that he did uh, two or three times where he would lean back and he would mm-hmm. come in with like a shovel hook, right hook uh, counter anytime that uh, Kopilov came in, which yeah. was uh, pretty neat. But it man. made Kopilov uh, hesitant in that first round. He was yep. a little hesitant, didn't want to get go in. What but was the difference for you, though? Body kicks. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, the body kicks that. opened up everything. <laughs> <laughs> Once he started throwing those, I was, he was like, oh, wait, I got this. I can just, <laughs> just use that to set up everything. Um, yeah. Hey, I'm coming in, you know, with my, my left-right combo and I'm getting countered. Yeah. Maybe I could just reach him from a little bit further back with this uh, nasty kick right to the liver. You know what I mean? Yeah. Over and over and over again. <laughs> and then, <laughs> it worked. Rounds, yeah. In between rounds, Takiriko's corner was like, hey, start throwing body kicks, body kicks. We want body kicks. And he goes out and he starts throwing punches, and then Kopilov starts throwing body kicks. And I think it was Bisping. He was like, Kopilov listened to his corner. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Kiriko thought they said, hey, take body kicks. And he was like, I yeah. got you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll eat those. High level of execution. Yeah. Shout Poor out guy. to By Lowe's. Uh, Ty is representing the Aussies. He put up a good fight. Yeah. He, he was uh, phenomenal. Uh, we talked about that already. If you want to rewind uh, and go over that main event. Fun stuff. Yeah. A lot of praise for Ty. And even if you go back yeah. to the other uh, Ty fights, we were big Ty fans, man. I think he was the one I picked where I said, if you were to pick, and you know, I'll ask anybody else listening right now, everybody yeah. else listening, if you were to have one fighter that you could party with for one night, who would it be? And yeah. I, I just want to see that in the chat because I, I wonder, for me, it's Ty Tuivasa. Yeah. yeah. You know, so <laughs> I wonder is, where. He's a good pick. Yeah, I've thought John Jones before, but I was like, man, I don't want to get arrested. Like, I don't want to get that. You don't want to catch charges, man. Yeah, I don't want to catch charges. I just want to have a good time. You might find yourself two in the morning hanging out in a parking lot, shooting guns with homeless people, and be like, how did I get here? Oh, regeneration TV. Okay, Nate Diaz. That's a great pick. Yeah. Hey, shout out. Did you see? uh, Did Did you see um, the Usada guy go to drug test Nate, and he smokes him? He's like trying to smoke him out. DK, <laughs> my yeah. guy DK right here. He said, oh my God, DK. "All right, <laughs> all right, yeah." He's just going off the rails. Let's let's bring it back in. Let's <laughs> all the yeah, look at Chase Super there. Yeah, look at Chase oh, what a sick picture by the way. Look at his face too. Yeah, it's like I just did that. Oh, you Vikram says he'd party with Kevin Holland. By the way, that's another good. Pick. Oh, that's a good one too. Doing superhero that's stuff, you know, like you go party, then afterwards you go like stop robberies. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Holland's a good – that's a good pick, man. That's a really good pick. Um, all right, let's but see yeah, here. Uh, the, the finish, though, Kopilov, um, the hand speed. I mean, he set him up with the body kicks all day and then uh, had him hurt against the fence and then was like, oh, yeah, also checked his hands and uh, blitzed him. Dragon Ball Z combo. It was perfect. It was a perfect yeah. finish. We talked yeah. about uh, calculated finishes that we've seen recently, and that team yep. was one of them because it was yeah. spot on, extremely accurate, uh, perfect combo. So it was uh, yeah. good stuff. H.L.B. Right. Comer says, uh, best Bisping joke was when somebody missed something and was like, can't watch two things at once. And Bisping went, imagine how I feel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I that love That was really good. Booth, man. That was really good. He, he has the perfect combination of, like, jokes and, you know, like, non-fight-related topic things and then focusing on the and fight too and being able to break it down. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Him and Felder uh, together is really good. Yeah. So, uh 
Are you ready for the next one? I, I think we're going to uh, skip a couple fights, right? To try to. Yeah, we'll skip through them. We're already at 36 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Vikram also said uh, Kevin Holland might turn into Batman if any trouble arises. Yeah. If you're partying, well, at least you know you're safe. Goes sideways. Yeah. You, you got to have someone like Holland. And uh, Regen says, speaking of Dragon Ball Z, I'm going to see the new movie here in a few. Can't wait. Let's go. Oh, nice. Dragon Ball Z. Nice. That's what's <laughs> All right. Uh, we also <laughs> had uh, Jordan versus Wood. Yeah. So we're skipping uh, Aaron's versus. Uh, is it Gomi? Yes. Uh, yeah. So we got Nathaniel Wood versus uh, Charles Air Jordan. We're going to talk about that one instead. Nathaniel Wood is so impressive to me. This guy is so damn complete. Every time I see him fight, I'm like, dude, this guy has so much potential, such a high ceiling. I counted him out going into this fight because I feel like I've been seeing big steps forward from Charles mm-hmm. Jordan. Yeah. Um, well, the other thing too to think about is Nathaniel Woods. This is what his second fight at featherweight. He's a bantamweight. So I was yeah. like, man, should I pick Jordan just because of the size difference? I don't know if Wood can continue this at at featherweight. Uh, but ultimately, I ended up picking him. But yeah, he's way smaller. Man. Way he's smaller. So good. Um. So Jordan in the beginning looked very comfortable because he was at his range for a while, and Nathaniel was letting him be yeah. in his range. And dude, you uh, let him blow. Yeah, uh, Charles Jordan in his range is one of the most dangerous strikers. Now, I put this picture up uh, because <laughs> I wanted to put this one up for uh, Rich the Casual, who might yeah. not know who Charles Jordan is, but he knows who Ryu is and Ken from Street Fighter. And this reminds me of the Hurricane case. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'll throw one picture up there for Rich the Casual, and he's probably very excited right now. Uh, <laughs> or not. Yeah. Maybe or not. not even listening right now. Uh, <laughs> But uh, this is the type of stuff that Charles Jordan can do. He's one of the most exciting fighters, right? Uh, what, what does that say? From uh, Yaku. Okay, I don't know what that means, but thank you, Rich Casual. He is listening, and he yeah. is uh, <laughs> excited about this picture. Uh, but yes, uh, so the, the thing, though, is that Wood was able to draw Charles Jordan into his game plan and go into yeah. a go into a phone booth boxing match when it's like, yeah, Charles Jordan, and this isn't do, your, this yeah. isn't your distance, my man. You know what I mean? No. But it, it almost looked like he had this, this thing where he's like, if that's what you want to do, I can beat you in your game too. And he yeah. allowed himself to just be drawn in. Yeah. And, and it's something that uh, Shane Burgos did also. Shane Burgos mm-hmm. did the same thing and ended up, ended up really gritting out a win in that fight. That was a very close fight, and honestly, this fight was much closer than than it seems. Like the scorecards, right? I think I think uh, Wood got a thirty twenty seven on all uh, on all judges scorecards. Uh, wow, did he really? No, he. There was one twenty nine twenty eight, but two judges gave him thirty twenty seven. But pretty much each round was close. It's not like it was just a clean sweep for Wood. Like like you said, Jordan in his range was very good. Uh, I think Nathaniel Wood at this point, though, is starting to... Charles Jordan is putting his striking together. That's the thing. Yeah. He's really starting to put his striking together. But Nathaniel Wood is putting everything together, man. He is like a complete mixed martial artist. I think I'm very, very high on him. I just don't know if how far he can go at this weight class. By the way, Rich Mitchell ruined this picture with his head right there. Yeah, as he on. had this flying knee, beautiful flying knee from Air uh, Jordan there. So, yeah. uh, But it's okay. I'll forgive him. Yeah, yeah, fun fight though. Uh, Good fight. Yeah, and then uh, you know Jordan starts ripping the body uh, around mm-hmm. the end, uh, and then you know you also had Wood with the simple Muay Thai trips, which for me, yeah, too easy. 
Yeah, it, it seemed like it was way too easy for Wood to just trip Jordan. So I, I don't know if it was one of those things where he was just off balance or he just expected to stay within that phone booth boxing match, almost like dirty boxing. Like, then all of a sudden this trip came through and he's like, oh, well, it's mixed martial arts. Yeah. And I mean, even there's a couple times where Wood ended up spending some time in top position mm-hmm. just based off those simple little tricks. He just made it way too easy. About a minute of uh, control with uh, for each round for Nathaniel Wood. And yeah man, yeah, man, can we talk about the photographers? I know we already did kind of, but uh, uh, by Lowe's is, says, ooh, that's a nice punch. Um, there was like five or six photographers at this event, probably just because it's the first one in Paris. But man, there is some great shots from this event. If you just go through the Getty Images page, just search UFC, sort by latest, there's some incredible shots. Um, but yeah. What, what was that uh, photographer's name? Julian DeRosa? Yeah, Julian. I think it was Julian DeRosa. Julian with an E, not an A. Of course. Yeah, French. <laughs> but uh, Regent says, uh, I tried that kick on my brother when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> brother, friend. I mean, yeah. I think all of us have tried something like that from Street Fighter on our friends. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Definitely. Hilarious. Hilarious. Mixing a trampoline, dude. Who knows what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> it gets real. Good yeah. All right. Uh, before that, uh, we're covering uh, Magomedov versus Stoltzfus. Yeah, I mean, uh, quick fight. Quick fight. Not. I think we'll be able to explain it with it. Uh, with two pictures. Uh, <laughs> it's really quick though, but yeah. very impressive at the exact same time. Yep. Uh, this one, it's like I'm hoping something real becomes from this or comes from this because again, middleweight is just God awful. Uh, so please let this not just be like a fluke, like, Oh man, I've got a very good finish here. And then it kind of teeters out because the guy's had a long career already. He's new into the UFC, but um, this, this Brown was 25 and four. He's 36, um, right? I think 32, 32, 32. Last loss was in 2018. This was his UFC debut. Uh, that front kick nasty dude he shoved his toes in his mouth look at there's the picture rich put it up right in time yeah i mean just now just i mean i can't imagine like a worse thing so if anybody's listening on apple podcast spotify breaker you know any of those uh, and you want to see the pictures we we have them up on a slide on on youtube but uh, it's literally magomedov's toe Shoved <laughs> into the roof of Stoltzfus's mouth. Yeah, cannot be good. Honestly, can't be good for anybody. No, everybody involved doesn't like this. Nobody likes this. And uh, <laughs> at, after the kick, you see Stoltzfus take a step back, <laughs> and he does this thing with his mouth where he's like, "Oh, yeah," like he moves his jaw around a little bit. Like that was not good. Uh, <laughs> and then that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> another calculated finish again, right? Oh man, yeah. You sense the finish is there. No rush, just perfectly in place. And the shots were were accurate. I mean, just put them out. No, there was no chance. No chance. And the thing is that off the kick, it did not look like Stoltzfus was extremely rocked. I'm sure it hurt. Yeah. But it didn't look like he was wobbly or anything like that. But you know that it's just such a a, a mind tear when you just kick kicked in the mouth. Somebody's toe is shoved into the roof of your mouth, and you're like. That's a first. What's going on now? How do yeah. I approach Ooh, this? And he's taking steps back, and Magomedov's like, I know what to do next. <laughs> yeah. <And> then, <laughs> dude, beautiful uppercut right there. And I believe after the uppercut, he still landed another left hook. Well, uh, he, if yeah. I remember correctly. 
And then he got like the single collar tie as Dustin was falling and just ripped him a couple more times as he was falling. I mean, just for good vicious. measure. Yeah, just vicious. And uh, that was the fight. What was it? Uh, yeah. 20 seconds? I think it was 19 seconds. 19 seconds. Yeah. yeah. And let's just move him up. Move him up. Let's just get some new blood in there. Let's go. Top 15. Get him in the top 15. I All right. And then, uh, the top 15, but we got to do something here. <laughs> let's do it. Let's, let's just get a terrible get a division. <laughs> Uh, we're uh, skipping uh, Calvin 2.0, Hawk Pross versus uh, McDessie, right? We're skipping that one? Yeah. All right. So we're going to go to I mean, GM just, versus it was, I mean, classic Hawk Cross, right? I mean, just outworked him, outpositioned him, got the win. Yeah. Great job, Kelvin. All right. Uh, then we'll go to Zeon versus uh, Figlock. Yeah. Uh, everybody was super high on Figlock, myself included, coming, coming from Cage in Warriors. Undefeated. Yeah. Very good. Um, and I think. Tough, uh, tough debut <laughs> in the, you're, you're fighting in the first Paris event against, uh, like a home crowd boy, you know, and, uh, with that crazy crowd, that's gotta be absolutely shocking when you walk out, <laughs> but I mean, uh, no excuses. Uh, ZM looked, uh, absolutely incredible. Yeah. Really, and, uh, like turned a new leaf. Dude, uh, everywhere, right. He looked very technical with the striking. He was pretty yeah. dominant on the ground. I love the way that he mixed up uh, his combos. And, we, like, we've covered a couple of fighters uh, today mm-hmm. where we're like, hey, you know, well, he kept on doing the body kick because it was working. They kept on doing this because it was working. He kept on with yeah. the Muay Thai trips because it was working. Zion mixed it up so well, man. He came in with, like, the one-two. And then he came in. everything was working. <laughs> everything was working, man. So why not? And then uh, yeah. he had this uh, nice shovel hook uppercut combo. Uh, but he was mixing it up so well, keeping uh, Figlock like guessing the entire time. The grappling was the big thing for me, like, and I which think I personally kinda, hadn't seen from Zeon before up until no, this fight. No, and it, and it set up all his striking because mm-hmm. every time, like every single time, Figlak would get comfortable. He's in on the clinch. He's in on trips. He's in on dumps. Like, I mean, he just couldn't. Get, and Figlak did some pretty good work, especially in the first round off his back. He had some very cool moments. And then when there was like a minute left in the third, when he swept him. I was like, oh, my God. He ended up in Mount. He was trying to land some shots. I was like, this is crazy. But then again, Ziam just, I mean, very cool grappling, very cool striking, just a fun, fun fight. I think also a very important fight for uh, for Ziam because he got uh, for sure ran through by Terrence McKinney in his last fight. So this is probably a good confidence booster. For sure. And, uh, I mean, just look at how technical here, right? Uh, a, yeah. a lot of times you'll see fighters starting to load the, the right hand already before you pull the left hand back on a combo like this. Yeah. Um, but look, it's just nice and tight, man. Uh, you know, ready to absorb any type of uh, counter that Figlak might have uh, come back with. So, no, I'm just very excited for him. And then uh, that that's it for that fight. Uh, we got a couple more fights to cover. Um, yeah, he looked good uh, mechanically. He did. Like, uh, we, like uh, a lot of people, and ourselves included, we say technically a lot. Like, they look so technically sound. And I think we mean mechanically. Yeah. You know, like... I mean, look at the, I mean, that's perfect. It's that perfect. Is. This, this is a fight that like you would show your students if you were training somebody. You'd be like, "Look at this guy," and that's look crazy because it's it's uh it's <laughs> I mean it's it's someone that has not been that in the past. But I'm happy for him. He looked very good. And then we throw on film of a uh, Taito Ivas, and we're like, "Now look at this guy and how much fun he has, huh? Which yeah. one do you want to be?" And it's just him <laughs> lifting his shirt with the with the picture of the bodybuilder next to him. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love him. I love him. All right. Uh, this uh, next fight, uh, a couple of the best in the UFC, one of the best names in Benoit yeah. Saint-Denis. Benoit and Saint-Denis. Then, uh, 
Gabriel Miranda, uh, one of the best mustaches, mustaches, yeah, in the mm-hmm. UFC. Yeah, uh, Jesse Strader and, would be on. very proud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian McCall, um, other guy I can't think of, Eddie Wineland. But uh, <laughs> this fight was my favorite fight of the cards. Main event was, was really? awesome. Don't get me wrong, but this fight for some reason I fucking loved this fight. It, something about Benoit Saint Denis that I mean, he's had what three fights now. First one was him just taking a, a one of the worst beatdowns I've ever seen in the cage and just refusing to quit. Second one, he looked incredible. And in this one, I mean, the guy just has fun fights, dude. And uh, Gabriel Miranda was there for it too. You know, he looked very fast in the first round. He was landing a lot yeah. of shots on Benoit and Denis. And Denis looked, he looked very slow at a certain point in that first round. And I was like, oh no, man, this might not end well for him. But the dude's a fucking tank. And he just walked through everything and eventually started landing his shots despite being the slower fighter. Uh, he timed a lot the, of spinning, spinning attacks. Ba- he timed the spinning back elbow like three times every time uh, Miranda would try to take him down. Every time he would enter for a takedown, he's like, let me just spin real quick and knock you with this elbow. Um, and eventually got the finish. And the dude's, I mean, he's a savage. This is when the crowd really started picking up too. This fight right here is when you started hearing the crowd, and I was like, holy smokes, it's going to be a special night. Well, this Uh, set the tone for the the card, I think, this fight. mm. The first two fights were quick finishes, right? They're fun. Yeah. Uh, But this fight was like, oh, no, we're here for war. It's not like like this was war crazy. Paris. Yeah, dude. War Paris, man. <laughs> Benoit Saint Denis, the, the special forces, right? That guy's going to war all the time. It's awesome, man. Just, but uh, hey, destroyed uh, his to toe. Miranda. When he was down in the first round, he was very active off his back. Uh yeah. tried to threaten with submissions immediately, which I always love whenever somebody lands on the back, and then right yeah. away it's like, Well, what am I gonna do next? What's my next move? So accept just accepting it. Well, hey. get out of my mind. Hey, we should do guy. a show together. Hey, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so he rocks Miranda at the end of that first mm-hmm. round. Ten more seconds, fight would have been over. You see him sit yeah. up and he like wobbles his way back. And I thought that Herzog did such a phenomenal job, man. Like Herzog was probably yeah. like awkwardly two feet away from his face, staring at him as he walked back yeah. to his corner. He Those sits shots down. Were big. He continues staring at him, like taking a look at different angles. Yeah, calls the doctor in, right? Um, and then, but I, I just thought that was a beautiful job by Herzog. And then, uh, when he was sitting down there and talking to the doctor, I'm like, oh, he's done. Like he's concussed. Dude, That's it. One say, shot and he's out. Yeah. I was going to say when, when, uh, after that first round or after that, that was the first round, right? Yes. The first round. Yeah, when he, so uh, rocking at the end of the first round. He, he caught him with those shots. They were nasty. It looked like he was almost out. The bell rings. If I'm there, if I'm his coach, I'm like, Hey man. I cannot in good faith send you out there for that second round. And then they sent him out there and then he just got murdered real quick. And it was like, yeah, yeah we probably should have just. It was really over at the end there. of that first round, man. He he yeah. was, he was hurt pretty bad, you know? Yeah, um, that was nasty. Sometimes you'll see like a TJ Dillashaw when he got rocked against Cody Garbrandt and you just see mm-hmm. the recovery while he's sitting there. Yeah. Uh, you didn't see that with Miranda. Yeah. Cause T and, and that's a perfect example. Cause TJ in that example, it's like, He's like itching to get back out there and get it back. And you're like, oh no, he's fine. Like Miranda's trying to figure out where he is. Yeah, Miranda's like, like what is this going on? Do I have a money? It It was bad. Yeah, it was bad. They they should not have sent him out in that second round. I I thought. War Paris. War Paris. Benoit sent to me. (laughs) I saw a comment on Reddit saying, uh, 
he's uh benoit saint denis is is allergic to boring fights and oh, uh, i love that it's perfect that yeah. is perfect dude's All a right, savage uh, let's move on man we had a taha versus quinones the fight yeah. before that Dude, Quinones is huge for that weight class, man. <laughs> yeah, he is, dude. He is huge. Uh, and he has that massive reach, which allows him to... Oh, first of all, Taha, sunglasses indoors for the weigh-in? Come on, what are we doing? Bad look. Bad look. When I saw this, I was like, oh, it's not going to go well for him. Uh, but it allows Quinones to just work off that jab, you know? Yeah. Uh, consistent keeping his range, good footwork around mm -hmm. Taha the entire time and see like he just used that sometimes just as a range finder or to allow him to get back into range for him to be able to land his shots it was awesome yeah uh I mean the shot that he landed as soon as Taha tried to close the distance he just hits him with that short right hand and just slips him real quick you know those punches or those, those drops where the guy's momentum just falls straight through it and it's stoppage was kind of early I thought um but I'm not mad at it uh just put him out and uh something very for me, that was uh, it had me perplexed. Will Ooh. was yeah at the end of the fight when they're interviewing him and they bring in the Paris or the French translator, and then Bisbing's talking in English to Quinones. The yeah. translator then translates it to French for Quinones, and Quinones like, I don't speak any of those languages. <laughs> yeah. I speak Spanish. Where is my Spanish translator? Yeah. And so he was he's like, uh. It was a good fight. And he says in Spanish, yeah. you know what I mean? And then Bisping's like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, yeah. Looks around like, they're going to need a translator here. Dude, what are we doing? So funny, yeah. Complete <laughs> what shit are show. We doing? But uh, uh, probably last time we see Taha in the UFC. You think so? You think cut after this? Uh, he hasn't won since 2019. And since being uh, since testing positive for steroids, he's uh, over 3. Mm. Not great, right? Usada strikes again. Yeah. Catch someone with steroids, they lose the next three fights. Hard to justify keeping them around on the roster. PFL might pick him up. Work for Anthony Pettis. I mean, work for his bank account. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, last one we're going to cover here. <laughs> Stephanie Pettis. Egger versus – you know what I mean. I'm a big Pettis yeah. fan. Stephanie Egger versus uh, Eileen Pettis. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Probably feels pretty damn good for Egger to get this one back after her last fight with that weird. Wait, they don't think I tapped? I'll just stay quiet and just. Yeah. Honestly, I wasn't even going to pick to talk about this fight. Uh, if that fight hadn't have happened, I wouldn't have even. I just wanted to keep talking about that, how weird that situation was. She <laughs> just a carryover to the, her next fight? Dude, it was so. The more I thought about it, it's just so weird because she's fighting uh, Myra Buena Silva. She gets caught in that armbar. She taps, but no one can see the tap. Buena Silva looks at the ref like, hey, she taps. They stop it. And they're like, we didn't see a tap. And Edgar, instead of being like, I didn't tap, she's just like, <laughs> it's so weird, dude. It's so weird. Because if she didn't tap, she'd be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I didn't tap. Stop. Like, why did we stop this? I was fine. But she's like, she just looks over at the corner, like, what should I do? Yeah, and they're just like, I don't know. <laughs> but then, it's just so funny to me. But then this fight, she comes in, she gets it back, she gets a submission win of her own. Uh, in less than a month, in less than a yeah. month, she went and, and got a W on the board. So good for her. Yeah, back at it. Um, yeah, good shit. All right, man. Uh, we will go over. <laughs> 
we'll go into a moment of silence, Will, for all of the fights we lost. Oh, and it's a doozy, man. It is. It's a doozy. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Ricardo Ramos was supposed to fight Danny Henry. Both fighters got injured. Uh, Benoit Saint-Denis was supposed to fight Christos Giagos. Um, very good matchup on paper. I wish that kind of happened, but then we ended up getting a sweet fight out of it anyway, so it's all good. Um, Caitlin Chikagian was supposed to fight uh, Manon Firo. Was excited for that because Manon Firo is fun, uh, even though it probably would have just looked like Chikagian fighting herself in a mirror. Um, but then, uh, actually, I think originally it was supposed to be the Andrade versus Firo, which would have been very good. That matchup-wise, I think that's awesome. Andrade fell through. Chikagian stepped in. Then that fight fell through also. Um, and then, let's see. Uh, the, uh, let's see. Oh, Mahmoud Muradov versus uh, Magomedov. Would have been fun, but Muradov pulled out. Uh, Dustin Stolfis, Stolfis? Uh, steps in, gets front kicked in the mouth. Uh, so that's fun. <laughs> the big one, though. The one that really bums me out is Darian Weeks versus uh, Cedric Dumbe. That was supposed mm. to happen. Dumbe coming over from Glory, kickboxing, massive French. I mean, if instantly he's the he's one of the best strikers in the in the sport if he uh, steps in there. But for some reason it falls through. Or actually, the reason it fell through was because um, the French Commission is so new to MMA. They have a rule against uh mismatches and they looked at darian weeks versus dombe and said we cannot sanction this because dombe's only had four mma fights and darian weeks has been fighting for a while now he's got seven so they're like it the numbers don't match up we're not going to sanction it even wow. though dombe's a, a champion kickboxer <laughs> wow. has way more experience than darian weeks but uh and then they're learning all, they're learning and then they're like and then, then all of a sudden Dombe's not on the roster anymore? I don't know what happened. I don't know if he's ever going to fight for the UFC. I don't know what the hell's going on with that. But if we wow. don't see him fight in the UFC, I'm going to be so sad because this guy is so legit. He's so good. So if he never fights in the UFC, he might be your biggest moment of silence ever. Maybe. Wow. All right. Well, uh, how about monies? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, bonuses. Uh, Cyril Gan and Taito Vasa got fight of the night. Uh, Magomedov uh, got a performance bonus for that front kick to the mouth. And uh, Santani <laughs> got a bonus for uh, ripping his for toe his in half and uh, getting a finish. And uh, I think that we all got a bonus, Will. And who, you know who else deserved a bonus? Was that yeah. Paris crowd. Yeah, fantastic. Recognition of the Paris Look crowd. Look at that, that at the man. end. <laughs> Put that at the end, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Cyril gone pointing out at the crowd, the crowd going nuts. Like I said, this is the best crowd fantastic. I can remember uh, for UFC events. Let me clarify. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember a better crowd. It, it, between the chanting, the yelling, uh, screaming, and chanting the national anthem as a group in crazy. the middle of a fight to where the fighters have to appreciate and recognize what's going yeah. on at that moment. It was, that was just, crazy. It, it was such a blast, man. So uh, what do we have next week? Uh, is it next week? Uh, let's see. Is we it 279? got 279 is next week. UFC 279. Hamzat versus uh, Nate Diaz. The UFC doing their absolute best to fuck up their own promos uh, every single week. 
they spell Hamzat's <laughs> name wrong in the official promo. Uh, hazmat. Hazmat. Uh, he might have. Um, <laughs> they just keep fucking up. Remember they put uh, who they put? It was supposed to be. It was Leon versus uh, uh, Usman, and the promo. The picture was like. Uh, who was it? Was it Jamal Hill instead of Leon Edwards? Oh, God, they yes. They've been fucking it up over and over again. Um, it seems like every week they fuck up their own graphics. But um, I'll be honest. Not the best pay-per-view. Okay. Hamza versus Nate is a insane mismatch. Uh, it's a bummer. Uh, the Leash versus Tony Ferguson is the co-main. I don't know what the hell we're doing with that. Both guys aren't even in the top 10. Tony's not even I like ranked Holland at welterweight. D-Rod. Holland versus D-Rod is fantastic. And Johnny yes. Walker versus Kuchalaba should be good also. Um, but, I mean, this just doesn't... like. How is Tony Ferguson in a co-main at welterweight? They are banking so heavily on Nate Diaz's name. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so heavily. they're banking on him losing. That's the worst part. This whole charade is literally just make sure we drop Nate's value as much as possible before he exits the contract because this is a, his last fight on his deal. Oh, man. So let's build him up as much as possible to get murdered by a welterweight because Nate's a lightweight and uh, send yeah. him off with his value low. All right, man. Uh, before we uh, before we get going here, I just want to give uh, some shout-outs. San San, Vikram. Uh, Regen TV, HLB Comer, Glaze Mob, Brian. Uh, who else do we have on here? We had uh, I Lowe's. Lowe's, yes. Uh, shout out to everybody that joins us uh, during the live show in comments, it really makes the show so much better. So, hopefully, you all continue yeah. joining us. Uh, we try to be on every Sunday around the same time, which is 9 uh, a.m. Pacific, 11 Central, 12 Eastern. Uh, but seriously, so much fun whenever anybody joins us and, and kind of shares their, their view on things too. So uh, yeah, really shout appreciate out, everybody. Uh, shout out Kai Wu. Uh, we just interviewed him. Check out his interview. Uh, didn't get the win last night, but that's how it goes sometimes. That's how it be. That's how it be. It's a doggy yeah. dog world. Uh, so no, but I'm sure he's going to bounce back without a problem, man. Yeah, you know, uh, and we got and, uh, the boy Andrew Toasty fighting uh, the weekend of Halloween at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Let's go! What? Yeah, what? So are you gonna sick. go? I'm gonna try. Yeah. Oh man, I wish I could go. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, but for anybody that's uh, tuning in for the first time, please like, subscribe, <laughs> hit the notification bell. Regeneration Regent. Nation TV says moms love this show. <laughs> says, before that, he says, shout out to you guys, man. I love the content. Everyone tell your moms about the show. Moms loves this show. <laughs> Couldn't say it better Abs- myself. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, please, but please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, we're trying to get to 2,000 subscribers uh, on the yeah. YouTubes. And maybe you don't like seeing our ugly mugs, but you like listening to the content. So that's going to be Spotify, Breaker, Podcast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor FM, anywhere podcasts are found. Social media will. Yeah, we're at Story of the Fight on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, Twitch, everywhere. Everywhere. And it's Story of the Fight everywhere. Seriously, like if you can't find us, you're just not trying hard enough. And we have, uh, we're have, we going to be having a website soon? Yeah, we got storyofthefight.com. It's not up yet. We have to host it still, but we got the domain. Big things coming, and, man. Big things coming. And, feel it. and how about this? Uh, I spoke with a uh, screen printer here in Monterey. And uh, 
hopefully going to get a deal. We'll see. Got to talk to him some more. Try to get uh, try to get three shirts up on that website. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, once again, for joining us for another week of Story of the Fight. Oh, by the way, before we go, this podcast is produced by Richard Bustos, a.k.a. Richard Casual. We love him. He's fantastic. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for another week of Story of the Fight. Can't forget about Rich. <laughs> <laughs>